So when she reacted to her feeling of guilt that way, she would say nothing to the other person she needed to communicate with and act as if nothing had happened, which in turn infuriated the other person. So you can see how her reaction impacted her communication with herself and also her interpersonal communication. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach devoted to helping you have more peace and more harmony in all your relationships. This is part three of the Communicating Feelings series. In part one, episode 55, we talked about feelings as your internal communication system. In part two, episode 56, I shared four reasons why feelings are difficult to communicate. Today, we'll talk about four ways in which we react when we have uncomfortable feelings and how we show that reaction with our communication. Let's start by talking about this popular notion that there are two kinds of feelings, positive feelings and negative feelings. Positive feelings are considered feelings related to happiness and contentment, and negative feelings are related to sadness, anger, and fear. I wanted to bring this up because from the language alchemy perspective, we're not going to be using this popular classification. I don't see dividing feelings into these two categories as helpful when we look at feelings from a transformative communication perspective. Why? Because if we consider feelings as positive or negative, we will try to only feel the so-called positive feelings and only communicate those feelings, which means that when we don't feel those positive feelings or we fail to communicate them, we're likely to believe that there's something deficient about us. Similarly, when we look at feelings as positive or negative, we tend to try not to feel those so-called negative feelings or we try not to express them. And when someone communicates those quote-unquote negative feelings to us, we tend to react by getting triggered, offended, and even intolerant with the person expressing those feelings. From the language alchemy perspective, all feelings have their usefulness. They all carry messages about our internal experience, as I mentioned in episode 55. We are going to see later on that all kinds of feelings, including those popularly believed to be quote-unquote negative, can connect us to beautiful needs, values, and inner qualities that need our noticing. So you could say that from the language alchemy perspective, all feelings are positive, including sadness, anger, or fear. When we explore feelings from this transformative communication angle, we realize that all of us have sets of feelings that we're comfortable feeling and therefore communicating, and sets of feelings that we are not comfortable feeling or communicating. For example, for most of my life, 
I've been comfortable feeling and communicating joy, enthusiasm, love, and strength. But for most of my life, I've been uncomfortable feeling and therefore communicating sadness, vulnerability, disappointment, or anger. In my work with people as a transformative communication teacher and coach, what I find again and again is that what one person is comfortable feeling and expressing is different from what another person is comfortable feeling or expressing. Let me give you an example. For someone, it may be easy to feel and express affection, while affection is off limits for somebody else. Or for one person, it's easy to feel and communicate disgust, while disgust is very uncomfortable to feel or express for somebody else. In my experience, the sets of feelings people are comfortable or uncomfortable feeling and expressing vary from person to person. I've coached lots of people who were very comfortable feeling and communicating sadness, despair, disappointment, anger, but were very uncomfortable feeling pleasure, satisfaction, warmth, enthusiasm, or strength. Now, before we talk about how we react to feelings we're uncomfortable feeling or communicating, it's important that you have at least an idea of what feelings are comfortable and uncomfortable for you. Every time you take action to know yourself at a deeper level, you have the opportunity to be more real, more authentic, not only with yourself, but also with others, especially when you communicate with them. Also, knowing that different people have different feelings they're comfortable or uncomfortable with allows you to be more compassionate and understanding when someone feels awkward or uncomfortable expressing a feeling that's easy for you to feel or communicate. So now that you know the benefits of doing a little inquiry about which feelings are comfortable or uncomfortable for you, I suggest that you pause the podcast and grab a pen and paper or your favorite note-taking app. You can also do this after you listen to the podcast when you have maybe 10 minutes to yourself. When you give yourself that time, write down two lists of feelings, one list for your comfortable feelings and the other for your uncomfortable feelings. When you know what your uncomfortable feelings are, you will know which feelings are hard for you to communicate. And when these feelings arise, we tend to react to them. So now let's talk about the four common reactions to uncomfortable feelings that I have seen in myself and in my communication students and clients. Number one, when uncomfortable feelings arise, some of us suppress them or deny them. We tell ourselves we shouldn't be having those feelings or that it's not good to have those feelings. And so when we are communicating with others, even if we feel those feelings, we do not mention them. We change the subject, and sometimes we even make a joke. I remember every time I asked a communication coaching client, let's call him Tim, whenever I asked him if he was feeling doubtful, confused, or unclear about something, he would make a joke and remind me that he had a very high IQ. 
That let me know that feeling doubt, confusion, or lack of clarity were uncomfortable feelings for him. Another reaction we have to our uncomfortable feelings is that we quickly try to feel something else instead. For example, a client of mine, let's call her Lena, was very uncomfortable feeling sad or any variation of sadness, heartbreak, anguish, grief. When these feelings showed up for her, she would very quickly move into feeling something else that was more comfortable for her. In her case, it was feeling angry. Lena came to me because she really wanted to be understood. She saw her husband as someone who was not willing to make space for her and listen to her. As we worked together, Lena was able to see that it was very hard for her husband to make space and to listen to her when she would start expressing a little bit of sadness, but then communicate anger instead. And see, at first, Lena was feeling a little bit of sadness. And of course, she wanted her husband's comfort. But her reaction to her uncomfortable feeling made it very difficult for herself to get the comfort her heart wanted. Number three. Another way in which we react to our uncomfortable feelings is by getting lost in stories that escalate our initial feeling. And then the feeling gets so unbearably intense that we either explode or implode. I worked with a client who was initially feeling guilty She made a big promise and she didn't keep her word. She started making mental stories about herself, then she mixed these stories with some memories of mistakes that she made in the past, and then the guilt turned into embarrassment, the embarrassment into shame, and the shame into self-hatred. In her case, she imploded. Her reaction to her uncomfortable feeling of guilt took her away from being able to communicate at all. So when she reacted to her feeling of guilt that way, she would say nothing to the other person she needed to communicate with and act as if nothing had happened, which in turn infuriated the other person. So you can see how her reaction impacted her communication with herself and also her interpersonal communication. The fourth reaction I've seen when we have an uncomfortable feeling is that we try to fight the feeling because we are afraid we're going to be taken over by it, that we are going to be consumed by this feeling. So we fight in our internal dialogue by telling ourselves that we would be weak, stupid, or bad for having that feeling. And internally, what we try to do is to get bigger than the feeling, to conquer it, to render it under submission. And how do we tend to do that? Well, what I've seen is that we fight it by engaging in overdoing something. Whether that overdoing is overeating, overworking, binge watching Netflix or YouTube videos, or overindulging in substances like drugs or alcohol or gamble or spend a lot of money shopping. And when our reaction is to fight with our uncomfortable feelings, and we see that others are having that feeling we don't like to feel, then we tell the others not to have that feeling. And sometimes we shame them or we 
feel contempt for the other person who's having that feeling that is just uncomfortable for us. When we do any of these four things, we are reacting to our feelings. And when we react, we miss the opportunity not only to listen to the message that the feeling is communicating to us, but we also miss the opportunity to learn how to be okay with that feeling. And of course, we then miss the opportunity to communicate that feeling skillfully. Now, if you've been following me for a while, I'm sure you can agree that I am able now to communicate sadness, vulnerability, disappointment, or anger. And that's because of all the inquiry and exploration that I have done with my feelings. And if you have worked with me for some time, you too know that you are now able to communicate certain feelings that were uncomfortable for you in the past. I'm sharing this with you because if I could do it and if my coaching students and clients could do it, you can too. If you would like to react less often and do something different when one of your uncomfortable feelings shows up in your experience, then I have a very powerful communication tool for you. The language you use to label your experience has transformative power. So when a feeling you identified as uncomfortable for you and a feeling that you know you react to comes to the surface of your experience, say to yourself, I don't know how to feel this feeling. I don't know how to communicate this feeling. And I would like to learn. That is a very powerful and honorable first step. If you say this statement to yourself repeatedly and frequently, when that uncomfortable feeling shows up, again, if you say, I don't know how to feel this feeling, I don't know how to communicate this feeling, and I would like to learn, then you'll start aligning your experience with the desire to learn to feel that feeling. The more you align yourself with this desire, the less uncomfortable this feeling will become. And in time, you will learn what to do to communicate it skillfully. Now, before we recap what you heard in this episode, I want to remind you that I put together a transformative communication toolkit to help you with specific communication issues. I will email the toolkit to you if you would like to receive it. And I can guarantee that it will be a very valuable resource. Go to languagealchemy.com and sign up for my mailing list. That's how you're going to receive this transformative communication toolkit. If you are on my mailing list, you will receive it by the end of August. So once again, if you aren't, go to languagealchemy.com Sign up for the mailing list and you'll get this toolkit. Now, let's recap what you've heard in this episode and let me tell you what next week is going to be about. Today, you heard about the popular idea of putting feelings into two categories, positive and negative. You also heard how this is not helpful from the language alchemy perspective. Then we talked about feelings in terms of whether they're comfortable or uncomfortable for you to experience. I suggested an inquiry exercise. Then I shared four ways in which we react to our feelings. And finally, 
I offered you a transformative communication tool to consciously move towards decreasing discomfort with that feeling. Next week, we'll talk about how not communicating our feelings impact our lives and relationships. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to all my communication coaching clients who have learned to feel and communicate feelings that were uncomfortable for them. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary Lapau. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.